0: Hi dear, this is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series. And we've been walking the road to the cross of Calvary, the way of power. We've been every day looking at the drama of Jesus' death, crucifixion, resurrection, and the likes. All the characters involved, all the the lessons to learn and all of that. Today we're looking at Jesus, the man of sorrows. That road to Via Dolorosa, I've been on that road many times. Okay, no, no, let's, let's put it this way. I've been on that road um, about five times now. And every time, it never ceases to amaze me how that he played host to a clatter of constant legwork. Some made their way into the city; others found their way out. The multitude of souls making their procession out were majorly sober folk, because um, what was there to be merry about? They company. There were pallet bearers, friends, family, and wailing women with their heads decorated with dust and tears flowing their burrowed faces unhindered. That was hardly a laughing matter, let alone when the shrouded tenant of the pallet was only a child. Sometimes death brought in early because someone stole or armed. Or robbed another person. An excited mob would escort the thief, the robber, or some criminal out of the city. To encounter or to get what they deemed was their due reward for their wicked ways. For me, what what bothered me about de La Rosa was it was such an important road to history. And yet there were people who lined the road, actually merchants lined the road. And all they were concerned about was um, selling their wares. So I imagine that on a Passover weekend, what will the traffic be? There will be a lot more people, you know. They would have come from far and near. It was an annual festival. So there will be excitement everywhere. The people who owned shops on that road or who owned businesses on that road would be aiming to sell more. There will be a lot more drama, many things to behold. Many will be looking forward to the ceremonies. There will be food, the wine, the family reunion, the, f- the chair and all of that. But then there was one sa- Friday afternoon. A few hours before the ceremonies would kick off, there were many that were hurrying to the city. And human traffic was as it speak. But, despite the hustle and bustle, there was an event playing itself out and no one could claim not to notice. It was a prophet. There was a thorn in the the flesh of the temple elders. They had made him, you know, gotten him... To carry a cross and they were making him walk that road. Via Dolorosa was making his way to the place of the skull. They had already condemned him to die. There was noise and chatter, okay, but some most of the noise were mocking, some were jeering, others were basking in the euphoria of the moment. There were Jesus' sympathizers who were confused, they were sorrowful, he was bloodied, weary, and one. The creator of the world was being dragged by his creation. He was being punished for the sins he did not commit. He was declared worthy of death by those who should be pleading for mercy. As far as the people know, he was an imposter and he needed to be rid of. They were doing just fine before he came to make strange claims and introduce unacceptable Doctrine. I mean they had the people under their rule the rulers had the people under their rule they had everything going the laws of Moses was what they were used to and now this guy comes and he makes nonsense of their structure and to make matters worse he had the crowd's interest he even got many to subscribe to his teachings I mean why one day he was feeding them he was healing them he was delivering them and their temples were thinning out because congregants found the new sensation, and the priests and elders were miffed. They were losing face to the new itinerant preacher. Oh, and that was totally unacceptable for their exalted positions. Imagine the custodians of the book of the law could not discern that what they read daily was living among them. It had compelling presentation and hearts were shifting by the droves. There was no denying the power that came with his speeches and his followers could not be dissuaded. How can one person come on the scene and make nonsense of their essence? Why fight who came to help you, I ask? Did you not know that you needed a Savior? Why would you preach a message you did not believe in and you cannot defend? Did you need to rubbish the person who claimed to know just because you don't? Questions I would like to ask the elders of the council if I get to see them. But wait, did we not already meet? The ones in the days of Jesus may have been long gone, but their descendants remain and have no problems carrying on the tradition. Let's return to the afternoon's events. The prophet had been dragged from Pilate's presence. He had been quizzed on trumped-up charges, beaten black and blue, and abused by those who sang his praise just days before. Once, he was a long-awaited one, sent by God. But by some twist of events, he became the criminal worthy of the most shameful death. The authorities could not comprehend why is it that the human is so fickle? Why is the heart of man so wicked and unstable? Why is the ego so fragile? Why is human sacrifice so common? The answer is simple. Man fell and needed a savior. The only problem was, is to, today the Messiah was in their midst. The Messiah is in our midst. And they saw him as a thief and an impostor. We see him as you, my dear friend, can fill in the gap. It was for them he came and their response was to inflict pain. But were they not just acting out a script that predated their existence? Well, yes, but they did not have to be the bearer of the bad news. Jesus was to come and die the shameful death of the cross and the matter had been settled. From Earth's foundation, so they did not have to be the per- precursor. It didn't have to be them. They saw that Jesus was crucified, the created, making sure that the Creator died on the cross. Did the Bible not say that Jesus bore our sorrows? The chastisement our, of our peace was laid upon him. The thorn of The crown of thorns that was on his head was so put so that our thinking faculties will be made whole. Did we not know that Jesus took those many stripes so that we don't have to take it? The Bible says he was broken so that we will not be broken. His blood was shed so that our own blood will not be shed. He took the sorrow so that forever and ever we would have to live in peace and joy. He bore the pain so that that we don't have to go through pain. Jesus, the man of sorrows. Jesus, the man of war. Jesus, the king of glory, became bloodied, weary, worn, torn by man that should bow before him. You would think that after all that sacrifice, man will be grateful, but no, man is not grateful. Someone say, what would you do with Jesus? What do you do with Jesus? The question for you, my dear friend, is now that you know, now that you know that your ancestors made sure that Jesus died on the cross, what are you doing about it? Are you putting Jesus back on the cross or are you embracing the sacrifice that he made for you? Are you exchanging your sorrows for his peace? Are you exchanging your pain for, your, for his wholeness? Are you saying thank you that he came and made sure? that you do not have to go that way again. Jesus died. Jesus rose. Jesus is now sitting and waiting for you. What will you do with the man of sorrows? My dear friend, as we go through today let it be known that the question remains for you and I. What would you do with Jesus? What would you do with the sacrifice of the cross of Calvary? How would you treat him? Would you mock? Will you jeer? Will you walk away or would you embrace? I would advise, like Joshua advised the children of Israel. I lay before you today life and death. Choose life so that you can live. Choose life. My friend, I say to you today, Jesus. Is waiting to know what you will do. Till I come your way again, I ask you. Today's a sober day. I'm actually thinking. Myself, I'm thinking. What have I done with Jesus? What will I continue to do with Jesus? Whatever the answer is, my dear friend, I ask you. You don't have more time remaining. Make the decision today and let it be life. Until I come your way again. Know this, I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you.